Hello, welcome or welcome back to the A86 podcast. So in episode three today, I wanted to focus about my journey of working out and how I defined working out in general. And so I want to start off this podcast episode today by talking about uh, how I first started in the gym. So uh, about, I don't know, three or four years ago, uh, I wanted to make a change in my lifestyle. Uh, growing up, I always was like the slowest one in PE class. I would like walk all my miles and stuff. Like I, I wasn't even focused in trying to, you know, run faster or, you know, um, shape my body in any sort of way. But I think through middle school and also high school with the social image everyone had in mind, uh, I think girls all wanted to, you know, define their body in a certain way. So obviously I also had that thought to, you know, change my body in a way to, you know, look better. I was always teased when I was like younger of not being able to fit in a smaller jean size or wearing baggy clothes because, you know, I'm not confident enough. And I think that's what got me started with working out because I remember transitioning into high school. I was like, okay, I'm going to, you know, restart my entire fitness journey or whatever. I'm going to start working out. So I did. And when I first started, I did like simple, you know, home workouts, core, all of that. I watched a bunch of videos like Emmy Wong, Alexis Ren, and I started following all those workouts. But then I realized that that wasn't, you know, the final solution because did a lot of research and I realized that, you know, doing cardio isn't going to change my life. And so I talked to my parents and I was like, yo, I kind of want to go to a gym. So we found a local gym like near my house and I started going there about twice a week. And uh, when I first went to that gym, you know, I had this set physique I wanted to achieve in mind, and then that coach was also, you know, supportive of what I wanted to have, and I remember telling her, I was like, oh, I want to have, like, a slim waist, I want to have, like, an hourglass body, and she was like, okay, I got you, and then she didn't try to redefine or rewire how I, you know, pictured my ideal self to be, but instead she was like, okay, well, um, it's good that you are, you know, having a goal that you want to achieve. But she also told me very bluntly, oh, yeah, you're a little overweight, which I don't think is the correct definition of, you know, telling someone, you know, that's the purpose of you working out. But I realized how toxic she was in a way because every single time I went to the gym, she would weigh me. And whenever my weight would go up or go down, she would, you know, kind of tell me that I wasn't doing something right, you know, in the gym, not only in the gym, but also outside. So then at that point in my life, which is like the first year I started, you know, going to the gym, the gym felt more like a task to me and more of like something I have to do in order to, you know, make myself happy, which I don't think is very, very, you know, healthy if you want to start getting into the gym and working out in general. So eventually I... Uh, went to America over the summer. I went to the COC program and I worked out with my friends and I actually found, you know, fun and interest in working out. And that's when I decided to, okay, I needed to switch gyms and find a gym and also a coach that can actually guide me on a correct path into working out and, you know, feeling healthy in general. So I signed up for this boxing gym and I went to this gym first, primarily because I wanted to learn boxing. But my coach talked to me and negotiated with me and he was like, you know, like boxing for an hour isn't like the ideal, you know, workout for you if you want to, 
you know, also feel healthier in general. So we tried to implement this, you know, 30-minute cardio boxing slash 30-minute weightlifting. And I actually found a lot of fun in the weightlifting because not only did I feel accomplished, I started feeling really strong because, you know, I could help my mom out with tasks and stuff that, you know, she couldn't do because she didn't have the strength to. And so I think finding this new gym helped me redefine uh, working out. But obviously, there are a lot of, you know, different things I did to redefine working out. It's not just going to a new gym and, you know, immediately finding a new coach that, oh, inspired me or whatever. But there, I think breaking it down, I have four main things that I did and four categories, you know, it took me to redefining working out. And the first one would be uh, de- redefining, you know, how how much I weigh to working out. You know, it's not about how much you weigh. Second of all, it's not about how your physique would look or how you think your physique should look like. The third one is definitely eating well. And the fourth one is redefining it yourself. So starting off from the first category, when I first started working out and, you know, going to the gym, I was so, so focused on how much I weighed. Like, let's take this example back to the first gym. So the, my old coach would always weigh me and tell me how much I weighed. Like, I'm not, I'm not like scared to share my weight or whatever on this podcast or whatever. But when I first went to the gym, I remember recording myself as weighing 51 kilograms. And she told me that, okay, you're a little bit underweight. So now you have to eat more and, you know, gain the weight and build the muscle. So I started eating more, you know, but I think because she focused and, you know, guided me to focus working out on a certain weight so heavily that when I would see my weight go up and down, I would get mad at myself for weighing more or less. And so every single time I went to the gym, I would either, you know, get mad at myself for weighing a little bit more. And then I would in turn change my mindset during working out to work harder. But also when I would weigh less, I would rewire my mind to, you know, work less hard. So, you know, I don't lose the weight and get into like an even unhealthier weight or whatever and after going to the program you know over the summer leaving Taiwan without a scale I stopped weighing myself and I realized how that helped me rewire rewire to working out at the gym every single time you know I had the same exact motivation working out instead of you know I need to work harder this time or I need to work less hard instead every single time I went to the gym I was like I am focused on getting my workout done and feeling good and feeling accomplished instead of feeling guilty every single time I work out. And so at that point I stopped weighing myself and I you know, paid this tribute to myself and I was like, I told myself, I'm not gonna weigh myself for a year. And after a year I did that, I stepped on a scale and I now weigh about 55 to 56 kilograms. Instead of you know looking in the mirror, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm heavier, I look bad. But you know, I realized that taking these small steps to rewiring, you know, viewing the weight weight instead of viewing your physique i realized that i look so much better in the mirror when i weigh heavier rather than weighing uh at a lower weight and i think that's also up to you know paying some tribute and time into doing research on nutrition and you know muscle loss and fat loss because that's also one thing you know i had to learn and yeah and so The next thing I want to move on is having a set physique in mind. So when I first started working out, I always was like, okay, I want to have like an hourglass body, you know. I need to lose weight in this part. I need to lose fat in this part. 
then I started to realize that that really isn't the, you know, ideal way to set a goal for working out. And so instead of having a set physique in mind, I rewired it, rewired it to feeling strong in general. And I think that's what my new coach helped me a lot with is instead of, you know, defining um, how I look in mind or working out specific body parts to achieve a certain look, I focused on how much I could lift every single gym session. And so that was also like an accomplishment for me because I remember when I first got into the gym, I could only do a conventional deadlift at 45 kilograms. But at this point, I can go up to 95 kilograms. And I think that really helped me because that in turn, after I started focusing on how much I could lift in the gym, I kind of rerouted what I thought going to the gym was instead of focusing on my physique I focused on how much I could lift and after you know looking myself in the mirror and reweighing myself after a year I realized how much my physique changed and it's funny because it started to look like how I wanted my physique to look but instead of focusing on that and you know having working out as such a toxic mindset I had it in a way to you know motivate motivate myself and chase after a weight instead of chasing after a physique and rather than doing workouts that you know help me achieve my desired physique you know I focused on just feeling stronger in general and that is definitely something I would recommend you to do if you you know ever think about going into the gym to achieve a certain physique uh, personally I would focus on the weight to lift and focus on how you feel in the gym rather than you know how you look and obviously you know different people have different goals going to the into the gym but that's just my personal my personal um advice and how i did it but some things i want to mention so my friend and Ma- my friend max actually he's like another one of my inspiration he goes to the gym he motivates me and i think it's really good to have someone else who would motivate you while you're at the gym you know giving each other advice and just encouraging is really good and also this kind of uh, relates to Chloe Ting Uh, I'm not trying to be you know I'm not trying to attack another fitness influencer or whatever but I think it's good to do thorough research on videos to follow on YouTube or websites to working out because there are a lot of influencers like you know Chloe Ting you know do the one week ab shred or do the you know one week hip workout you'll get like the ideal hourglass body in a week or you get a flat stomach in a week like I'm sorry to tell you this but it doesn't work like that you can't just work out your body or work out your you know core or abs and you know achieve how you want it to look in a week that's impossible there's so much more to it there's you know nutrition there's an amount of sleep depends on your metabolism it's really unhealthy to you know follow influencers who tell you that if you follow a certain workout for a week strictly that you can achieve a certain type of physique or a certain type of uh, body you want because it's you know it's about how much you eat you know let's say I work out for an hour you know I'm probably burned 400 calories well let's say if uh, you eat at like a 1800 calorie um, a day to maintain your body weight um, you work out and you burn 400 calories. If Chloe Ting tells you you only have to work out and you eat the same amount, if you eat, uh, if you eat the amount ex- that exceeds your uh, maintaining body uh, calor- calories, then sorry, you won't lose the weight. You won't lose the fat to help you look like what Chloe Ting is going to tell you look how you're going to look like. And so, 
there's a lot about nutrition and uh, eating well, which I'm going to talk about in the next category. But I just wanted to mention it's really good to find a good uh, advisor or, you know, find a good fitness influencer who can help you actually have the correct mindset in working out and having, you know, a desired physique or a purpose in working out. And so the third category about eating well. So at my, you know, old gym when I first went, uh, she didn't, my old coach didn't really teach me about what, you know, eating well, you know, was. She just told me, you know, you can eat so much after you work out or like you should, you should eat less. But she didn't tell me a lot of this when I first went. And it's not only just doing a lot of my own personal research after going to my second gym, but also, you know, what finding a good mentor or, you know, advisor or even friends could help you with redefining uh, how eating well is. So I learned about, you know, counting macros rather than counting calories. Um, I also learned about caloric deficits and, you know, reverse dieting and all of that, you know, keto diet, intermittent fasting, all of that. But the first thing I want to mention is first learning about um, exceeding calories and eating at a caloric deficit. So when I first, you know, started, you know, trying to lose the weight or trying to have an ideal, you know, physique in mind when I was at the, you know, kind of, I would say, toxic mindset of working out, I was restricting a lot of what I ate instead of focus, instead of focusing on, you know, I'm going to eat that much protein or that much carbs depending on, you know, how I worked out that day. I always was like, okay, well, I worked out a lot today. I think I can eat more. Or, you know, I didn't work out today, so I have to eat less. But after doing a lot of research, I realized that in order to lose the fat or, you know, um, doing a cut, you have to be at a caloric deficit for a certain amount of time rather than, you know, um, you know, labeling each day as I can eat more or eating less. So for me, uh, caloric, de- uh, cal- caloric maintenance is at around 1,800 calories per day. And so I learned that if I wanted to go on a cut, I should be at a 100 or 200 cal- caloric deficit. So I started eating at, you know, 1,600 calories a day and adjusting that depending on my workouts. And I would eat about, you know, 40 grams to 50 grams of protein a day and with about 30 or 40 fat and carbs. And also I would adjust that depending on how I work out. So let's say if I'm having a leg day and I need more energy, I would increase the amount of carb intake and I would also increase my amount of protein intake because you know that's what I need after working out to build muscle, but that's also, the carbs is also what I need uh, prior to working out in order to give me energy. and. I think learning a lot about nutrition and just learning about how I can, you know, uh, I don't know, experiment with my body in order to feel good and achieve my goals. So I think that's really important is to learn about nutrition and kind of experiment with it because a lot of people, you know, have different types of bodies and a lot of us, you know, um, burn calories and use the uh, burn calories and restore calories and energy in different ways and so I would say to experiment with your body yourself don't be afraid to try you know different types of diets that work for you because strictly I would say everyone has different types of bodies and you can't just follow a you know certain diet and you know expect it to work so I would recommend doing some research you know finding out your height how much you weigh 
doing like a simple test or even taking like a BMI test at a local gym or even at like a health department to see, you know, what your metabolism is, what your fat percentage is, how much muscle percentage is, how much you should eat to maintain your body weight, etc. And kind of adjusting your workout levels to that. And other than that, I would say, you know, you can try uh, diets like keto dieting or intermittent fasting. But, you know, those aren't, you can't just follow a strict diet in order to, you know, achieve your goals, but instead you have to pair it with a workout. Um, I'm not, you know, certified or whatever, but doing a lot of personal research and experimenting, that's what I can give advice on. So I would say start that. Uh, personally, I have experimented with intermittent fasting. I still do intermittent fasting, primarily not because to lose fat, but to help me focus when I first wake up. So uh, I think a lot of people should know this. I, I don't know if you know, but I'm gonna talk about it. But when you first you know, wake up, your mind is clear, you kind of you know, have you know, uh, energy and focus to do a lot of things. But when you first eat breakfast, you, know, you get that energy high, but as soon as your sugar levels readjust, you, know, you might start feeling tired. And from what I experience, I like having an empty stomach right now in the morning primarily for me to focus on working out because I wake up and I work out now during quarantine and that's what I'm doing. But if I'm you know, in school, you know, I feel hungry and I can't focus, I would eat in order to you know, be focused in class. But I would say it's a fun type of dieting to, experience, uh, to you know, experiment and experience with. So I would definitely recommend you know, playing around with different types of diets. But to also, you know, take into consideration of your workout levels and your lifestyle and adjusting what you eat and your workout levels according to that. And not only with eating well, um, I would say to do a lot of research on uh, protein levels and different type of types of macros because there's one thing I want to redefine is rice. <laughs> so I think with the, you know, Taiwanese mindset of, oh, eating carbs is going to make you fat, I'm really sorry, but eating carbs isn't going to make you fat. The only thing that's going to make you fat is if you eat at, you know, an exceeding uh, calorie amount. So let's say if I'm if my maintenance is 1,800 calories, if I eat at 109,000 calories for like three days in a row, yeah, I'm going to gain weight because I'm eating more than, you know, my body can um, burn and uh, use to maintain my weight. But if I eat at less than 1,800 calories, I'm going to lose weight. But let's say this, you know, a slice of bread is about, I don't know, 90 calories, I think. So you can eat like, I don't know, what's 1,800 divided by 90? 1,800 divided by 90 is 20. So let's say I eat 20 slices of toast a day and that's all I eat. I'm not going to get fat because that's the exact amount of calories I'm supposed to eat a day. You know, let's say I eat a bowl of rice. Uh, let's say I eat three bowls of rice, counting breakfast, I don't know, not breakfast, like lunch and dinner, 300 calories. A bowl is like around 100. Um, 1,800 minus 300, that's 1,500. Rice is going to make me fat, but it depends on the total amount you eat. And, you know, obviously if I eat 20 slices of bread a day, um, I guess I'll gain a little bit of fat, but my weight isn't going to change drastically. I might drop in muscle. But that's not what's going to make you fat. So I think it's good to do a lot of research on, you know, carb intake and protein intake. But I would say it's good to have a 
balanced you know diet depending on your workout levels so if you work out a lot you know you run you do heavy lifting like I do in the gym I would recommend having a little bit higher carb intake in the morning or for lunch or before you work out and having a higher protein level intake after you work out you know in order to use up that energy and also um, you know nourish your muscles after working out and so yeah that's about the end of the, this third calorie category about eating well but the last you know cal, cal not calorie the last category about um just you know redefining working out is redefining it yourself because i don't believe everyone should have the same definition about working out because that's definitely not you know a healthy way for everyone you know you can't just follow like oh working out is to lose weight or working out is to look better or working out is you know to have a healthier lifestyle no like everyone should have their own definition about you know working out so for me personally i first started going into the gym with working out defined as losing weight and achieving a new physique well now for me working out is more of feeling good feeling motivated feeling happy and feeling confident and i'm gonna exp uh, explain that in a little bit more detail but feeling good you know after working out every single day like for about two years now well like not working out every single day but you know having working out in like um included in my lifestyle i've realized how much better i feel in general because you know i can easily carry super heavy boxes i can help my grandma my mom with tasks i can help my dad carry heavy stuff with his back you know hurting i can lift heavier in the gym i feel good in general and not only so you know my metabolism has gotten so much better with working out and it's just it's such a refreshing feeling to you know be able to feel good internally and i think a lot of people have to learn to you know want to feel good internally and feel the good um you know to redu redefining it so that's how i would define it right now is to feel good because if i think about it if i didn't go to the gym if i didn't work out i would just be lying in bed all day like would i feel good like okay maybe i'll feel a little bit better just because you know i'm lying in bed all day but well i feel better like at the end of the day like thinking about it i know for a fact that i will feel discouraged because i didn't do anything but you know working out at the gym you know i'm building muscle i'm helping myself to you know you know this is this is the thing i say a lot you know i choose to work out not only for how i look now how i feel now but also how i feel when i'm in my 80s you know i want to be able to get out of my bed by myself without someone helping me i want to be able to go up and down stairs like by myself without my knees hurting i want to be able to still feel strong in my 80s and i i don't know that's just the mindset i have now and the second point is feeling motivated so again with the you know focusing on how much i lift and stuff uh that is helping me getting motivated because you know i'm chasing after a weight i want to lift rather than you know having a set physique having you know you know like set definitions about what i want i'm chasing a weight and amount i can lift and that's keeping me motivated because i can feel discouraged really easily from you know academics or socially or all of that but you know having this small achievement in mind every single time i go work out i feel happy even if i'm just you know lifting 0.5 or even one kilograms heavier i know i'm making progress and i'm you know helping myself 
and you know redefining working out and just you know I feel so motivated because I'm getting into the gym and actually you know doing something that helps me and makes me happy and last one feeling happy well not last one like yeah okay fine last one is feeling happy and the confidence so I think for me I started realizing a change not only you know from other people telling me but also in myself I never really you know I had this um you know uh mindset of not weighing myself so I didn't really know how much I weighed but uh I realized that you know I could fit into jeans that are you know smaller sizes but also it's very hard for me to find jeans that I can actually wear because they're also too tight at the thighs but you know after uh, finding out different things I wear, like, changed, I kind of realized that, okay, wait, I'm actually, you know, my physique is changing and all of that, but not only so, you know, some people would, like, grab me and be like, what the heck, your, your arms are so muscular and all of that, you know, I think being, like, called muscular is, I don't know, I, I feel confident, and I also feel achievement, and so I think a lot from a lot of people just, you know, telling me these, these small compliments or just having friends and, you know, supportive people around you that tell you, oh, you look so good now or like all of that. Because, you know, I started from such a low weight. Like, I, I yeah, well, my old my old coach was right. Like I was underweight with the whole, you know, toxic high school, middle school mindset I had. But with a lot of people telling you, oh, you look a lot better now, and, like, I'm glad you decided to make a good change in your life, I think that's a lot of, you know, supportive things that you can hear from other people, but it also takes all the steps, you know, I talked about in order to feel fully confident and happy, and I think, you know, from the encouragement, it did give me a lot of confidence boost, but I think even without if I, you know, just focused on all the things I listed, I could definitely feel confident and happy in after working out. But, you know, after, like, you know, wearing dresses and all of that, like, a lot of parents would tell me, and a lot of my teachers and, you know, tutors would actually ask me about fitness advice and all of that. And that really just helped me with confidence boost. And even my current coach, like, he would always encourage me. And, you know, even if I was at, you know, a heavier weight at one point from, you know, how stressed I was my junior life, I started crying because, you know, I kind of fell into that old mindset. I took a break and, you know, rewired my mindset and, you know, refocused because my metabolism, my whole entire lifestyle was like so knocked off from like sleeping super late, not having like a set, you know, workout time and stuff. So I think that really like threw me off for a while but you know redefining it and having good encouragement not only from my current coach I was able to you know redefine and I definitely would say you know feeling happy and feeling confident in you know working out and how I look and my weight is definitely not something that's long term because I'll admit that you know it's easy for me to fall into you know different you know moods and mindsets uh, from outer um, influences but I think it's you know it's all part of life like it goes up and down it you can't stop it you can't you know stop things that are going to happen you can't you know change the universe in any sort of way because you know it's destined to be like that so you know i've accepted that and i've just learned to you know feel happy and confident in the moment and kind of just focusing on you know what i want right now and how i feel in the moment and i think that's really really important to keep in mind and so some tips I would want to end this podcast episode with 
for if you want to get started working out you know I have a lot of you know Instagram replies on wanting to know a lot of tips about how I would say to work out um my tips won't necessarily fit you if you have a different lifestyle like I uh with than me because you know everyone defines working out differently everyone you know has a different lifestyle different wake up you know sleep cycles um how they eat what they eat in their family but this you know these are just tips I would generally give for people who start working out I would say you have to first redefine your goals because if you don't have you know an, like an achievable goal and you know in your mind it's it would be impossible for you to achieve it like if you first have okay I want to look like Alexis Ren by you know the end of uh, June or the end of July like that's impossible you need to find a goal that's actually possible for you to achieve so I would say to you know plan it out it sounds stupid but write everything out like I still do write everything out list you know the things you need the things that you know you need to do more research on and kind of list out what your real goals are instead of you know saying I want to look like that person in such a short span amount of time you know um, take a longer time take things slow and do stuff like slowly like do one percent like what I mentioned in my previous episode about on someone telling me um, the one percent rule rather than you know rushing to you know work out like three hours a day or restricting your diet you know learn to take baby steps and you know take small steps that would take you to achieve that goal because once you start one percent it's not impossible for you to finish the hundred and you know that's another thing I would say because I wanted to run in a million directions you know with things I want to do goals I want to achieve and you know rewiring and redefining your goals and taking baby steps has really helped me you know achieve what I want in life and I think when you first start working out you need to really think about you know setting realistic goals and goals you can actually reach within the amount of time you have so that would be the first thing I would say to do and the second one is to do thorough research on nutrition because you know like I mentioned earlier a lot of people have um, I don't know, not like in the incorrect uh, definition of nutrition and all of that. So I would say if you're someone who really wants to, you know, um, achieve a certain physique or, you know, if you have like a really set plan, I would say like to get a scaler, get an app, you know, really learn about the nutrition and how much you should eat and what you should eat, like the amount of protein, like whether you're vegan or you eat meat, like chicken breast is a good source of protein, soy milk, um, tofu, you know, protein shakes, all of that, like, learn about your carbs and proteins and fat, don't be afraid to eat, you know, carbs and fats, don't be afraid to eat, you know, different types of food, as long as you can learn and experiment from it, I would say that's a good definition of, you know, doing thorough research, seeing what fits well for you and seeing what works well for you rather than you know following a strict diet plan that someone else gives you or even if you want to go to the extremes find a nutritionist like find someone who can actually you know help you and guide you to redefining nutrition and learning about it and the third tip i would give is to find the right workout so some uh you know fitness influencers i would recommend is stephanie buttermore I really like her. Uh, you can find her on YouTube. She talks about uh, also sort of her journey from an unhealthy workout lifestyle to like a really good working out lifestyle and also an, 
an unhealthy eating lifestyle to how she eats at maintenance right now and you know the steps she took she has a really inspiring journey and the other person i would say is natasha oceane she's like this uh london uk influencer on youtube you can also find um she has this really healthy um um definition and nutritional uh work uh workout advice all of that and i really like her because you know she actually critiques um unhealthy fitness influencers which i find a lot of influencers online are sort of scared of you know critiquing and attacking but i really like her because you know she has uh scientific backed evidence with nutrition and working out because you know she graduated from ucl in nutrition and biochemistry so i would say you know you need to find someone who can you know guide you correctly who and who you can actually trust and guiding you to you know having a good workout plan the third one i would recommend is pamela reif she's a uh i think uh she's a german uh fitness model workout influencer and she also really has a good you know nutritional base she also graduated with like a nutritional degree and you know workout cert certificate so i would say really find good influencers online who have certifications and who can actually back you up with scientific research on nutrition and all of that to be your advisee or your you know inspiration to working out and uh last one i would say i think alexis red is good just primarily she doesn't provide a lot of you know tips and stuff because you have to you know pay to join her membership online but a few of her workouts on Insta uh, instagram and also youtube are good and she also has like a few of her eating videos which i've kind of reviewed and i've accepted to be good primarily because she doesn't focus on you know calories and stuff instead she focuses on nutrients and the amount of nutrients you should eat so these are the top four I would recommend, and I think also Candace Sweat Life. She's like a more local uh, fitness influencer in Taiwan. She also gives a lot of good research, and she has a team with her that works on, you know, working out. And she also has an app, and I really like her because, you know, her YouTube videos, she kind of shows um, different things she eat, like, you know, in different videos, which I think is good. You know, you see a variety of um different things she eat and you also see a more realistic lifestyle from her rather than you know seeing an instagram image of a fitness influencer and i also think that's good so um some people i would you know not recommend uh first one i would say would be emmy wong like i'm sorry to say but you know um it's not good to you know just follow um a like a certain person telling you okay like i'm going to tell you you can work out like right now and then you're going to be able to achieve what you want in life because i think it's bad to really you know follow people like that and another person i would really just not recommend is paige hathaway i don't think a lot of people know her but you know she's been you know accused of plastic surgery and all of that but you know she tells you that you know um you should focus on you know a certain way to work out and all of that which is just you need to find someone who, with a good base and with a you know good background in order to guide you well but at this point of the podcast i want to shout out to max uh max lifts on instagram i guess you guys can go follow him but he's a really good friend of mine who also works out and he gives really good advice not only on working out but uh powerlifting in general so if you have problems on 
powerlifting or questions, feel free to go ask him. He's happy to help, I think. He's super kind and super encouraging and patient. So yeah, he also like helped me when I was at, like when I was low, you know, when I couldn't get to the gym or when I was having bad lifts, like he would always encourage me. And I think he sort of helped me redefine certain parts of you know my weight and he would also help me keep myself on track when I'm on a cut or experimenting with dieting and so that's also one thing I wanted to do is you know um, this other tip is to find someone who can really help or advise you and another shout out is to my current coach right now um, I want to thank you for helping me redefining working out and always encouraging me and motivating me and pushing me to become a better a person in general and also becoming a better athlete and the last person I would uh, not the last person um, the last tip I would give is you know drop everything and get started like if you really do have this goal in mind do everything you can and then get started immediately like once you start 1% you'll be able to do the rest trust me you can do it and that's all I want to say but um, thank you guys for listening to this uh, third episode of the 886 podcast and uh, I wanted to end this by saying that if you have any questions that you want to ask me about fitness or you know if you have any recommendations on what you want to you want to hear or hear me talk about in this podcast uh, feel free to reach out to me and you know ask me questions but um, thank you for listening to the 886 podcast if you stayed till this point um, thank you so much for all of the support and I'll see you guys in the fourth episode. Thank you.